Alrighty, we're back again at another episode of our podcast by the name of Mario and Luigi. Mario and Luigi. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> I get to be Luigi. Yeah, you're a little taller. I'm taller. That sounds good. I like that. I'll be Luigi. I need a lurk. I'm growing a mustache, I think. Yeah, that would be a pretty big accomplishment for you. Oh, it would be great. Um, no save. November is actually in two days. I don't know what that is. It's a November. It's the it's the month when a lot of people don't shave for the whole month. Oh, no shave. <laughs> what did you think I said? Never mind. <laughs> oh, I just spiked out the volume. All right, so... Anyways, thank you for continuing to listen. We're still trying to get up on iTunes. But our guess is if you're still listening, it's because you're turning this podcast into like a Where's Waldo. You know, you've, you know, you've, you've played Where's Waldo, right? Of course, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, in this podcast, the, the goal is to hear different sounds in the background because we have cheap recording equipment, and guess what they are? Oh, okay. Whether it's a fire truck or a... A big jacked up Tacoma, or maybe you can tell the difference between that and a, a big old Chevy or Ford. Yeah, you know I mean, or the neighbor's dog, or the neighbor's dog, or we have <laughs> these things that geckos that make this chirping noise. So okay, or chickens, chickens as well. You might hear that occasionally. The neighbor mowing his lawn. <laughs> My wife eating cereal. <laughs> um, any of the above. So now that you've heard all those examples, you're probably pretty excited about listening in today. <clears throat> but we closed the windows in the house today. Yeah, so it'll be a little tougher. Yes, hopefully. We'll be sweating a lot more, so maybe you yeah. can smell us at least if you can't hear us. So, And DJ just brushed his teeth, so. Yeah, fresh breath, so you Show guys kind of. Oh, yeah. You smell that? <laughs> <laughs> I can. Oh, man, I hope our listeners can smell your breath, too. <clears throat> Anyways, um, today we want to talk about. Dun, aliens. Dun, dun. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> They're real. I swear I saw one the other day when I was walking up a sleeping giant. I see them all the time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're going to actually talk about voting. But to the, those of faint heart, we won't continue to talk about voting the way we've always talked about voting with you. This is a little bit different. Of a perspective, maybe. Yeah, so we'll talk about aliens next week. <laughs> aliens next week. Voting for aliens the week following. <laughs> oh, anyways. So, we actually had someone come to the door a couple weeks ago, right? Yes. My wife answered the door, I believe. She was the only one home. I was home, actually. Oh, you were home. Yes. Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah, you were in the bedroom, yeah, or studying or something. Yes, so a little context, and you can keep with that story. Rebecca doesn't answer the door a lot. So when she was in the kitchen and someone knocked, I stayed inside the bedroom, so Rebecca had to answer the door. <laughs> okay, yeah, so she he, answered the so door. He, he, so he put it on her. He put the responsibility on her. Uh, it's good for her. Um, yeah, I honestly don't know 100% of all the stories, so maybe it's best if you tell it. Yeah, I was, I like put my ear up against our bedroom door so I could hear <laughs> what they're saying. There's this old auntie that came to the door and asked Rebecca if she could talk to her about 
the upcoming voting election here on Hawaii. Yes. And Rebecca said uh, something to the manner of, well, I don't, I don't really vote. I don't think I'm going to vote. Yeah, yep. And then the auntie said, oh, so you don't care about our island? And then Rebecca responded very wittily, witty-like, and said, well, when I lived on the mainland, I didn't vote either. So, <laughs> so either, she, either she was saying, I don't think any less of this island than I do the rest of the country, <laughs> or I hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so the auntie left. But voting is a big thing here. Yes. It is very big, and it's very blue. It's very blue, because during the election for Trump versus Hillary, if you can hear it, it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You'll hear it in a second. Anyways, during Trump versus Hillary, Hawaii knew who won the, the blue versus red before any other state. Here it comes. Can you guess what it is? It's not a chicken. Okay. It's probably pretty faint, but... Yes, we just had to wait for them to go by. And that's kind of a big deal that we knew that Hillary won Hawaii before any other state because Hawaii is actually six hours behind the all, votes get in later, the yeah. east, east side. So if, we, if our votes are in and it's such a landslide before Michigan gets their votes or Florida, obviously, they like to take as long as possible. <laughs> but um, it's a pretty big deal. But not only that, whenever anything is up for voting here, what do people do? Yeah, they just they stand on every corner of pretty much every road, and they have all their signs, and um, they're waving at you and yeah. trying to say, hey, this is my candidate, vote for this person, and they, it's crazy here. I mean, I think actually at one point down by the airport, they actually even had to close that section of road. I don't know if it was causing accidents or what exactly, but um, there's like different candidates on every corner, and you know it's a pretty busy intersection, and... Uh, yeah, it can be a, quite a distraction. They're usually friendly, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. They're usually pretty With friendly. With one another? I've never seen any fights No, I haven't out. seen, no, me neither, but I just mean distractions as far oh, yeah. as, like, you know, people driving yeah. and being like, oh, I'm more worried about throwing a shocker right now than, you know, running this red light or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I like to honk when I go by. <laughs> Not because I vote, obviously. Um, anyone that knows us knows that we uh, pretty much choose not to vote, but I like to honk because they look happy. Yeah, they're always happy for sure. I don't know if that's a good idea, though. <laughs> Maybe I'm encouraging them. I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, we're talking about voting. Apparently, this election year, um, November 6, 2018, there's like $5 billion, over $5 billion that are going into the voting process. That is an insane amount of money. Yeah. And like... Uh, I mean, like, we can talk about that, I guess. Is that a good way to spend our money? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that $5 billion can be spent in a lot of better ways, for sure. <clears throat> I can think of a few things to do with $5 billion. Whew. I would get one of those lob trucks and drive by people doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's just, like, one idea. Like, I wonder if, if like, I told the ante at the door well there's so much money going into voting and I think the money should be spent differently so I'm not going to vote because me voting encourages the idea of 
five billion dollars going into for, one voting season right for just a candidate to be elected that's nothing else that's just that's not enacting that's not helping anything it's not helping the widow and the uh, orphan and the foreigner exactly it's not helping those people it's not there's no benefit to that five billion dollars other than one candidate being elected yeah indirectly yeah you'll hear the people well what about you know well they're going to be making all these changes right and, Right. There's a, I mean, obviously, I understand that, but five billion dollars though, it's a lot of money to get somebody who might do something. Might, yes. Just something to think about, I guess. Yeah. I I never think about it until I just read online. <clears throat> Seems like a lot of money. Um, hmm. I read on Facebook the other day that if, as a voter or a person with the right to vote, if I didn't vote, I was disrespecting the troops and the sacrifices they made. So if you don't vote, are you then, is that, I guess, is that even fair to say? If, if they're fighting for your right to vote, not, not to vote, are you disrespecting them if you Enact your if if basically if you're expressing your freedom in a different way than someone else. I don't know. I don't know if that comment was thought out very well, but it was definitely it was pretty clear that there's people that have bled and died for my right to vote, and how dare so I not vote. use that right? So we should all have guns then in our homes because that was also something in our constitution that is a freedom that we have. So everyone should have a gun. Do you make people have guns? I mean, that's... That's right. If you don't... So, not only should we vote, because it's if we don't, it's disrespectful. Right. If we don't practice our right to bear arms, we're being extremely disrespectful, too. Seems kind of crazy to me. Yeah, if you were to take that further, I guess you would say, okay, what if I choose to vote on only some things? Or if I voted last election, but I don't vote this one, am I still, like... Being disrespectful? I don't know. Guessing. Or what if, like, we have a right to bear arms? Like, what arms do we have the right to bear? An AR-15? So, uh, so am I disrespectful if I don't bear every single arms I have the right to bear? Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough question, huh? Kind of weird. I don't think it's tough no, at all. I don't either. <laughs> it's just interesting. It's interesting. We wanted to just chat a little bit about voting, I guess, because of how, like, I don't know. We're so, like, zoned in on... Yeah, in our culture, everyone thinks you have to vote. Yeah. Like, it's not an option. It's, it's something that you almost, to, like, make it mandatory. Yeah. It's weird because what I've noticed, actually... Like, we were talking to a tourist the other day on the beach, and I always hesitate telling people that I don't vote. Um, but it comes up in the conversation if we're talking about uh, politics yeah, and anything. voting and stuff. Yeah, anything really. And it's, it's interesting because whenever I tell people I don't vote, if they, this is my just my perception, if they perceive me as somebody who wouldn't vote the same way they wouldn't vote, they're cool with it. Oh, yep. it's okay. You don't need to vote. It's fine. Because I'm some weird hippie that believes in peace and not killing people. Right. And that's some gun-hungry guy that thinks he's going to shoot anything that moves out front in his lawn, whether it's the neighbor's cat or a human being. Right? Right. But 
On the other hand, if it's someone that thinks that you would vote the same way they would vote, they're ticked off you're not voting. Right. Yeah, of course. So that guy that DJ and I talked to the other day, he was all cool with it. Oh, yeah, it's totally cool. You don't need a vote. Because we might have been more one way than he was. Yeah, pacifist. Right. He was definitely a Republican voter. Yes. But he read us as pacifists and people that weren't crazy about like gun rights yeah. and and everything else. So yeah, it's just interesting to think about all these assumptions, all these thoughts that come in with voting. Like in this type of like scrutiny we get if we don't vote. Like when Rebecca answered the door, somebody they didn't she didn't even know said, Oh well you must Not pretty much care. hate yeah. this island. Right. Yeah, I mean that's a huge jump. And it's, yeah, just because you don't vote. Right. But aren't there, I guess the question is, are there other ways that we can show that we care if we choose not to vote? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a good example of that is, is like, for instance, um, the abortion thing. That's what a lot of people go to and say, well, don't you want, like, don't you want to not kill babies? Of course. Like, of course, that's an amazing thing. But, like, what if we started taking and obviously I'm not saying that we've done this and maybe it's something we should con at least consider. I think every Christian should at least consider is, is like, are you willing to house a child that somebody else doesn't want, that they're thinking about aborting? Um, are you willing to take that child into your home? Yeah. And, you know, that would cause a lot of complications here for, and for a lot of people. But I think that if you're unwilling to do that, um, at least you should be willing. And I don't know what that looks like. Does that mean you go out and pursue it? Does that mean you go out and, and get the child from the abortion clinic or whatever, talk to the mother? Yeah. I don't know what all that looks like. Yeah, I, I think, think that there's... Yeah, for people like us right. that say that we don't vote, I think it gets put on the back burner or it gets people upset unless we back that up. Right. Unless we really are actively pursuing different ways to love them, then we can't even prove that we love them. You know, it's through our works... And the things that we do for people that prove what we actually do believe. And if we're if we're not voting, but then again we're not taking any other avenues to reach out to them, right? We're just as bad as anybody else. Yeah, and that's actually kinda weird to think about too. I I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, if the turn of the script on us is like we need to we need to be able to put our money where our mouths are, too, for this. But just interesting things to think about as we enter this voting time um, where people always celebrate the, the option to vote, but rather look at it as an obligation or um, a duty. But I think that there's a lot, other, a lot of other possibilities out there. Maybe we don't vote because we don't like the types of stewardship of the finances that are put into those types of things. Maybe we choose not to, instead of voting, we say, you know, instead of voting, I'm going to take in foster children at our house. Maybe um, uh, there's, there's lots of different potential options out there. And it's just crazy that the, the world, the country we live in today s sees it one-dimensional. Yep. There's one option, and that's a vote. And yep. if you don't, you must hate the troops. You don't care. Yep. Hate this country. Hate this island. Hate wherever you're yeah. at. 
and there needs to be there will, there will always be probably some sort of misunderstanding from somebody but are there things that we can choose to do to um, put a buffer in there so there won't be as much misunderstanding are we taking advantage of every chance we can so people actually might be able to understand or are we causing people to stumble because we could do more so I know, there's something to think about. You know, there's more options than just to vote. I think there's lots of options out there. And if we put our brains together or get creative, there's, you come up with a lot of different ideas. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing, too, is, is if anybody else would want to, like, have that conversation with us more in depth, we're totally willing to have that. It's not like we're opposed to hearing your thoughts on, um, on voting and um what biblical basis you have for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, that could spur into different conversations. Uh, lots you of know? different conversations. Because some people vote because they're scared that they're going to be persecuted, as right. if the Bible ever says that's a bad thing. Right. Some people vote because they don't want to lose their rights, as if that's a bad thing. You know? We have lots of, like, we talk about this often. The things that seem to be painted as the better things biblically are the things that we don't have right now because we have freedoms, because we have no persecution, because we don't have enemies, really. Yeah, and I'm not saying I want to be persecuted or have enemies, but to say that that is better than the alternative is yeah. Exactly. Unfair. Yeah, and that's, that's why people think this country is great. Right. The, the reasons they identify America as a great place are reasons that are completely contrary to what the Bible says. You're not blessed because your life is easy and comfortable. You're blessed because you're persecuted and people say mean and false things about you because of your belief. Right. But we're striving to, to, to not have that for some reason. It's, it's a very um, mixed up way of thinking about things. Because if, I think if we read the Bible, we'd at least come to different conclusions than we have. Yeah, it's a we wouldn't be more, striving for these things that... It's a little bit more of an upside-down kingdom are, than yeah, the uh, yeah. American quote-unquote kingdom. The kingdom is upside-down? Wow. There's a couple of books uh, uh, written about that. There's one called The Upside-Down Kingdom. So for our listeners, if you want to read about that, it's a pretty good book. Um... Yeah, so just, you know, another idea, another opportunity, another possibility other than if you don't vote, you hate something. Right. No. Other than that, um, I think we got through this episode with just an ambulance cruising by. Pretty good. No chickens, no big trucks. Or was it an ambulance? Or a fire truck? Or both. Or both. Or a police car? Or was Lindsay playing with a toy car in the background? That's definitely possible. That's probably true as well. So, well, thanks for listening to Holly Life, hashtag Philippians 320. And we will catch you on the flip side of Mario and Luigi. Woohoo!